What is up, beautiful people? Today we are going to be talking about the subtypes of type four. And I know this video is going to take a while, so I hope you have, uh, I hope you're ready to spend some time. And I decided I'm not going to rush this. I'm not going to try and talk as fast as I can. And I'm not going to spend any more time reviewing, reviewing, reviewing all of my notes. And when I tell you I've got notes, look, I just want you to see, okay? This is my notes for this video, okay? These are my notes for just this video, all right? Um, I could spend hours and hours and hours going over this information so that I can get it all right and get it to you as fast as possible. But what I know about fours is you guys are some of my best, my uh, favoritest in the whole wide world. <laughs> you guys are some of my most patient um, subscribers and viewers of my videos because you guys... You guys get it. You guys uh, get the challenge of knowing yourself, and you are in. You are intuitively wired to understand. You know how important it is for us to know ourselves and know why we do what we do and know about ourselves. So I just figured with you guys, I'm just not going to rush this because I know that you're going to stay with this information. I just wanted to remind you that in the description below is my contact information, my website. I got all kinds of information there. A lot of it's free, resources for you. I even set up a shop with some Enneagram items on there for you. I do schedule appointments with people. If you wanna book an appointment, uh, I do uh, Enneagram coaching, life coaching with people from all over the world. I'd love to connect with you and help you in any way I can. So check out that website, I'm telling you guys, uh, this is such helpful information and so important. If you have, you know, gone through Enneagram information and you've studied this and you've read all these things and maybe even watched some of my videos or watched other people's videos and thought, yeah, that kind of sounds like me sometimes, but then other times I don't really identify with what it's saying about fours. This may be why, okay? This video today may be why. This may help you understand more about yourself than maybe anything else you've come across. I'm so thankful for Beatrice Chestnut and her work because most of this comes from that. So if you wanna go get her books, I highly recommend the books that she's written and uh, her information is great. Okay, so obviously you guys have heard, you know, as fours that your, your uh, passion is envy or your struggle, you know, your sin, whatever is envy. And that's gonna affect all, f now realize when I talk about the subtypes, we, we are all, we all have all three subtypes, but we tend to move toward one in a dominant way to sort of get our needs met and get get life done. You you will experience some of all of this, okay? But you you predominantly uh, are in one of these subtypes. You tend to function out of one of these subtypes more than others, although you could identify with all three of them. So let's make sure everybody understands that to begin with. Okay, so how the three different fours deal with envy. Okay, so the first one is the self-preservation, and the self-preservation tends to deal with envy, like, I don't feel like I measure up, I don't feel like I have everything I need, but I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, I'm just going to endure, and the key word for this for is to endure, to endure the suffering. The second one, the social, um, they, they more kind of wear that suffering. I don't measure up, I don't fit in, I don't belong. And so I'm going to show that that suffering as you might say, like the victim. OK, um, I don't fit and they kind of turn against themselves as the reason they don't fit. And then the last one, the sexual four, it looks like competition. I don't I don't fit in. I'm not the best. There's something wrong with me. So I'm going to find the person that is the best and I'm going to compete against them and I'm going to win. Okay, so that's, in a nutshell, what these three different types, how they're responding to envy. But all of them are responding to envy, which is a question of worth and value. All three of these subtypes of fours, fours are comparison shoppers, meaning they can't help but compare who you are and what you're doing and who I am and what I'm doing. So they're always looking externally and comparing themselves with the external world. Why is everybody like this? Why does everybody wear this? Why does everybody sing like this? Why does everybody act this way? And then they look at themselves in light of that and they have questions of value and worth 
based off of their comparisons with everybody else. Recognize you guys as fours. The rest of us don't necessarily do this. Some don't do it at all, okay? And I know that's hard for you to comprehend, but I don't look at other people and think, how do I compare with them, okay? It's just not how I'm wired. So realize that's something unique about fours is you guys, now a three might do that and say, I, I need to have the competitive edge, be their leader, you know, I need to work harder, okay? But the threes are in that shame group, like twos, twos, threes, and fours, okay? So you guys in the worth worth aspect or worth category, ten and fours particularly, are comparing themselves and then, of course, feeling like they don't measure up, feeling like they don't, they're insufficient or that they have some kind of lack. And so their whole personality now is wired around that and how to deal with that pain that comes from not feeling like you measure up or not feeling like you belong. So let's go into the self-preservation for, and I, I again, I could, I, I probably should have spent more time, more time to go over these notes and get them all fluid and everything. It's going to be a little rough. Okay. So just, it's going to be that way. It's going to be a little rough. All right. So here we go. The key word for the self-preservation for is to endure, or another word you could say that's important is tenacity, tenacity. That'll come up a little bit here. The, this, this for this self-preservation, this sunny quote unquote, sunny for is the counter type of the fours, okay? Which means all every Enneagram type, these subtypes, one of them will be the counter type. They tend to go against their compulsions. And this four goes against their compulsions, in a sense, kind of squashing down, putting a lid on, and tempering those stormy emotions that they, they feel them. They feel all those emotions deeply, just like a social four, but they tend to suppress that in themselves, um, and sort of hold that into themselves and not necessarily share that with the world. This four got the message early on as a young person or a child that your emotions and your feelings are too much for others. They're too much for the the world to bear. And so, sorry, I had to set my light. It was moving on me. Um, so your four, your emotions were too much for the world to bear. And so you need to just keep it to yourself. Okay. Not everybody wants to deal with all of your emotional storminess. All right. So this four is a four that looks like a one. Okay. Can also look like a three because they can be highly driven. Okay. But, and sometimes can even look like a, a seven because of that sunny disposition. This four will lead with happiness. They will lead with friendliness. They will lead with an upbeat posture. They will lead positive, like they're positive, with an exterior of happiness. That's how they'll lead into the relationship. They'll lead from that posture. So they can confuse people because they can look like a seven, but they're not a seven, they're, they're a four. Okay, so this four strives to get what they want out of life and to get their needs met um, by keeping a lid on all of their stormy emotions. They have a determination um, about them, but that determination is tempered by a sense of lightness and fun. All right. Uh, but that, 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 that tempering it down is one of the ways that they can make them look like a one because ones temper down their anger, you know, and hold it in cause they want to be good and being angry is not good. This four can temper down all of that emotional stuff that's going on underneath because they want to stay connected and that desire to stay connected to people in some ways, you know, can feel greater to them than being authentic with all of that emotional stuff that's going on inside. So they temper it down uh, to help um, to help them transcend their pain and connect with others. So they're trying to transcend their pain and connect with others. This is the least outwardly emotional four. So when you hear all the talk about fours being so emotional and expressive and all their emotions and you go, well, I'm not sure I really like that. I'm like that. Well, you might be a self-preservation for because they tend to be the less emotionally obvious. It's there on the inside, but it's not obvious. It's not externalized as much. They try to keep a lid on it. So they receive the message, your emotions are too much for people. So they try to keep their negative feelings to themselves. 
Negative feelings, we mean anger, sadness, disappointment, hurt, all those kinds of things that a seven would look at and say, I don't want to feel that. They try and keep it down. Some might mistake uh, them and not think they're fours because of this. They might think they're a one, they might think they're a seven, and they could look like a three at times. They connect deeply with their emotions, but they don't want to alienate others. They don't want to push others away. With all of their upset and frustration and hurt and all that, they hope others will see their self-sacrifice. They hope that other people will see that they are sacrificing themselves for the good of the group to keep things light and upbeat. And so they hope that others will see that self-sacrifice, recognize them for it, and appreciate them for their level of sacrifice and dedication. They want the people they're connected to to appreciate the fact that they don't let out all these emotions, that they temper that within themselves. So they lead with friendliness, upbeat, positive, happy, exterior presentation. Outwardly, they're sunny, the sunny four, the happy four. Outwardly, they can be helpful. Um, And so they can work hard, you know, to prove their worth and value And they can look like they're escaping their pain because on the inside, it's very painful, right? On the inside, it's very painful. But on the outside, they look sunny and happy. And that's why sometimes they can look like a seven because it looks like they're trying to escape their pain or move away from their pain. More anxiety than the other fours. Well, I mean, if you're trying to hold all this down while project this image of yourself over here that seems more upbeat and positive, you can see where that would create some dissonance in your personality and create some anxiety Uh, but you won't necessarily see that anxiety externally this person might suffer from quote unquote suffer from anxiety but you might not necessarily see that in in them externally they appear even stoic you know what stoic means it means like unchanged or unmoved by the world like you know the whole world has come crashing down and there's people sick and there's dying and and this person can kind of remain calm and peaceful on the exterior even strong they can look strong and unfazed why because this person has learned to endure pain they make a virtue out of enduring their own personal private pain and so when real external or you know i don't mean to say real in that sense like that your internal pain isn't real but when external pain comes at them they can look like they're just really strong and can endure a lot because they've learned to endure pain without showing it. They try even sometimes to test themselves. How much can they endure? How much pain can they endure? Um, So they test themselves and strain themselves and put themselves into tense situations to see how much they can endure. Uh, They don't want to dwell in their envy. They don't want to dwell in their dissatisfaction and not having enough or not being enough or feeling like they're not being enough. No matter what they accomplish, though, this four, because they are a four, will never feel like they've accomplished enough. Will never feel like they've got it done, like that they measure up. That's what all fours are feeling is they don't measure up in some way. Okay, So no matter how much this four tempers it down, endures, you know, Uh, strikes out and tries to accomplish and is long-suffering, their suffering, listen to this, their suffering gets translated into a long-suffering temperament, okay? So they're suffering on the inside. They stamp it down, cramp it down, push it down, and they could be called somebody who is long-suffering, okay? Able to endure. But they always feel like, you know, they never quite measure up. Uh, This four tries to get what they want and hopes to earn others' respect and affection through doing for others, through not being a burden on other people. If I could help people and I could help them in their suffering uh, and I could not burden them with my suffering, then I hope to get what I want in terms of relationships from people and earn other people's respect. So I'm not going to burden you with my pain. Tell me about your pain. So this four is leaning in, trying to draw out of you what's wrong with you and how can I help you? This four is probably going to be driven to like careers in counseling or in social services or empathy, empathy, anything to do with empathy. I want to know about your pain. But watch this, guys. This is what's amazing is that really, in a sense, is a way of distracting them away from their own pain. 
So this person knows there's a lot of pain in the world because they're a four. They know there's a lot of suffering and pain in the world, but I don't want to focus on my pain, but I want to focus on somebody's pain. And so they will, these people will often become humanitarians who say this, the world's a very terrible place. The world's a place with a lot of suffering. Look, key words, right? For fours. world's a place with a lot of suffering and a lot of pain and a lot of misery. And I'm going to stand up and fight for those people and help those people. And in a sense, that's a great thing. Don't misunderstand me. That's a great thing. And if your personality motivates you to to help others and to do for others, then I'm all for it. That's great, right? Because the world can be a miserable, terrible place. Uh, That's honest. That's just true. It can be. But notice what you're doing, these fours. Notice what you're doing is you're moving away from your own pain to other people's pain, but your focus of your attention is still on what? Pain. And it's a way of distracting yourselves away from your own pain and suffering to the quote-unquote pain and suffering of the world. And it's a self-defensive mechanism. It's a self-protective mechanism to focus away from your own pain to focus on somebody else's pain. Um but it can be used as, as to help people, and that's great. So just understand it about yourselves. We're all just trying to understand ourselves. We're, we're, none of us are going to fix ourselves, right? But we're all just trying to understand ourselves, what we're doing, so we can have a better understanding of it. So um, they can take on too much burden and too much responsibility. Now, this is like in contrast with what's coming, the social the social four needs to maybe take a little more responsibility for their life. This self-preservation four kind of takes the burdens of the world, takes the burdens of the world and puts them on their shoulders. Very responsible, right? They're shoving down their own pain and they're taking on your pain and they feel very much tenacity. Remember, that's the word, tenacity and endurance. That's this four, okay? Seeking to show their helpfulness and their courage to others Uh, They want to show how much they can accomplish because they want to earn your admiration. And there's that self-worth thing is I need to know I'm a person of value. So if I shove down all my own pain and I take on all yours and I'm tenacious and I serve and I help carry people's burdens, then won't I win your admiration and won't you help me to see myself as a person of value and worth? Okay. So however, like unlike a three, they can look like a three because they work so hard and in this case, supporting others and, and shouldering up and helping others and helping others with their burdens. They can look like a three, um, but they're not a three. They're much more in tune, attuned with what's going on emotionally in the organization, what's going on relationally within the group, where a three might be totally you know, oblivious to their own emotions and everybody else's emotions they may not have a lot of emotional intelligence. This four is going to have a lot of emotional intelligence and know there's disagreements here. There's dis, there's disconnections here in this group. These people are not relating well to each other. The four is going to pick up on all that stuff because they're just wired to know, you know, that emotional intelligence. They got that clicked on and they can see when people in groups aren't getting along and they know where all the breakdowns are. Okay. Now, humanitarians already said that they're committed to alleviating the pain of others. Again, I remember that's self-protective. That's self-protective. These people might want to be missionaries. They might want to go around the world on the Peace Corps. They might want to go dig wells, you know, in in South America or Central America because they want to go to Africa to leave suffering. And it makes them different, right? You're different because you're going into this other culture and you're going there, you know, to do this unique, special thing. You are unique and special, which is what fours want to feel, unique and special. And they're alleviating suffering but it's all distracting them away from the suffering that's going on inside them. So they're addressing other people's pain. Determined, tenacious, um, the displays of vanity make you less worthy of respect. So this four doesn't like displays of vanity. They don't like it when people are always you know, blowing their own horn or putting the spotlight on themselves. Um, they take on other people's problems and fight for other people and help other people and deal with other people's pain so I don't have to deal with my own pain because I don't know what to do with my own pain, all right? So let's see, I've got a little bit of extra notes here on my side. So I look, I'm going through all my notes, but then I got, you know, extra notes. I'm a seven. It's not always organized so well. Um, let's see, they compare and then connect. They compare with each other, with others, but then they want to connect with others. And so they tamper down all that storminess in a bid to hopefully connect with people and get what they need from people in a, in a more positive way. 
They endure the pain and don't wince at it. They Their suffering turns into a virtue of being long-suffering. They have the ability to do without. They swallow a lot of their own complaining. Right? They don't broadcast it. They, 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 they keep it in. They suffer in silence. If you're a self-preservation for, maybe you have heard nothing else. That might just summarize your life right there. Suffering in silence. We want to give you a hug. I wish I could just give you a hug. Okay? We love you. We see you. We love you. And thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. What do we need to tell a self-preservation for? Thank you for your sacrifice. Look, you are a person of worth. All you fours, you guys are all persons of worth and value, intrinsic into who you are. You don't have to do anything to be a person of worth and value. Okay. But again, I'm looking at the world from a, a certain worldview that says everybody is created with worth and value. Okay. Whether they accomplish anything or not, even if you do the bad stuff, you do the wrong thing, you hurt people and you're the worst, you still have intrinsic worth and value because of who designed you and whose design you're in. Okay. But that's my worldview. I would say you have intrinsic worth and value. And as a self-preservation four, you struggle with that. And I get that because I struggle with things as a seven. You struggle with that sense of worth and value. And so you as a self-preservation four, shove that pain down and just try to buckle up and go and do anyway. And we appreciate your sacrifice. And nobody's probably ever told you that before because nobody's known what you're doing. Maybe you didn't even know what you were doing. But now that I know what you're doing, thank you for your sacrifice. Trying to just make things work, trying to make your relationships work, and all the while feeling like you don't fit in, all the while feeling like you're somehow less than everybody else, that's got to be so hard. And you've been suffering in silence. And listen, now I hear, I hear what's going on, okay, in your life. And maybe I don't understand it all the way, and maybe I never will understand it all the way. But what I do understand, it gives me a new sense of appreciation for what the self-preservation for is going on, going on in their life. So thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you. Okay? All right. They attempt to seek redemption and earn love. You know, if I'm just good enough. You know who this reminds me of? You know who? I think about characters, right? You know who this reminds me of? Elsa. Elsa from Frozen. Look, even just saying that name, I got chills. I don't know if you can see that, but I got chills. Remember that line in her song where she says, conceal, don't feel, be the good girl they always told you to be or they always said you had to be? That's this four. Elsa is a four. I'm convinced, man. She's a four. Watch Frozen. Watch Frozen 2. She's a four. Listen to those words, conceal, don't feel. She's feeling all kinds of stuff, but what does she got to do with it? Conceal it. That's what this four does. They conceal it and be the good girl they always told you to be. You are Elsa, okay, if you're a self-preservation four. Don't ever tell them they can't do something because this four will, will do it. If you want this four to be motivated, tell them they can't do it. Tell them they're unable to do it or unable to get it done because they want to prove to the world that they can do what they set out to do. They want to prove to the world they can do what they decide to do. Okay, are there any other? I think maybe, I don't know this one for sure, but I think Luna off of Harry Potter, she might be this four. You know, the little girl that's all tuned into animals and nature and all that and is fighting for the animals and nature. I think Luna might be this four. Um, possibly Katy Perry, you know, watch her documentary. I think it's on Netflix. Um, possibly Ariana Grande, possibly, possibly Edward Scissorhands. He doesn't want to be a problem. You know, he's not trying to like wear his suffering. Uh, you can tell he's suffering, but he's, he's trying to like be of benefit to people. He's not trying to wear his suffering uh, out on his sleeves for everybody to see it. So those are some characters that I think you might start with. You know, I've got a list here that I printed off of characters, and I don't know. This this doesn't really help me very much, but it says Anna Wintour, Anne Rice, Nicole Kid Kidman, and Joni Mitchell. I don't know. I like my examples a little better, and those are just people I came up with. So I didn't find those in some book or some website. It's just who comes into my mind when I think about this for Elsa? Yeah, I think Elsa, um, um, possibly Luna. 
um, possibly Edward Scissorhands, Katy Perry, Ariana Grande. At least in my mind, they kind of fit that that what I what I read as a description for that four. If you got any other ideas, put them down in the comments below. That's fun. Just talking about you know, I'll be reading them. Okay. All right. So let's move on to the social four. The social four. This is my daughter. This is Madison. Okay. And you guys haven't seen Madison. She has Down syndrome. She has a really hard time communicating. She's very bright. She's very sharp, but she has problems with speech. I might put her in some of my videos and let, introduce her to you guys, uh, but Madison is very much the social four. Now, that's weird. Even though a kid has Down syndrome, it doesn't negate their Enneagram type, and she very much is a social four. So I have a lot of experience with this, um, with a social four. Social fours, they, um, they process that envy, okay? I don't measure up. I don't fit in. I don't belong. They process that as... Very much as there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. Okay. I'm broken. I'm deficient. So in a sense, they kind of are the archetype of what I think of a four. They're kind of the four that looks like a four. Uh, or they're sometimes called the sad four. Uh, you might read somewhere that this is a four that can look like a six, maybe. But I think this is the four that looks like a four. This is the four that is uh, the archetype of a four. When you think about, when you see the shirt with the funny sayings on it of a four, it's usually this kind of a four. Uh, this four could be called the victim. All right. The idea is that I don't fit in um, because there's something wrong with me. Um, I don't fit in and they then kind of turn against themselves where the self-preservation force says, I don't fit in, but I'm going to hold all that down and I'm going to do what it takes to fit in and I'm going to do what it takes to bear the pain of others and I'm going to do what it takes to be determined and endure and long suffering. This four just kind of comes right out with it and says, I don't fit in and I don't belong. I'm a victim nobody wants to be around me. Nobody likes me. Nobody gives me a, a, an extra chance. And that's how they are unique then. They're unique and special in that I'm so broken and I'm so deficient that uh, I stand out in that. Okay. So the social four, um, they wear their pain. They show their pain. They're more obvious with their pain and suffering. They look like they're suffering. Remember, the self-preservation four doesn't look like they're suffering. They can at times look like a seven because they lead with happiness and they lead with sunny disposition. This four looks like they are suffering. Um, I think a good character for this four, a couple of good characters, the obvious one to me is Eeyore on Winnie the Pooh. Okay, Eeyore looks like he's suffering. He's kind of his own worst enemy. Whatever the problems are of the world, they're his fault. I'm the reason why, you know, nobody is happy. I'm the reason why. I think uh, on Bob's Burgers, Tina could probably be this social four. Um, and I don't know if I've written in down any other ones. That might be all I got. We'll see. We'll come, we'll come to it when we come to it. All right. So this four, um, envy motivates their sense of internal lack. Like, I don't measure up. They just are more honest with it. They don't try to necessarily tamp it down. They just kind of come right out with it that I don't measure up. Most emotionally expressive of the fours, and that's usually expressed in what you would say are those darker emotions, the melancholy, okay, or the um, um, suffering or the sadness, uh, they're going to show that and look that way to the world. They feel things deeply and they tend to suffer more than all the other fours. So they tend to visibly suffer more. They wear their emotions externally. Why? Well, hoping or in a bid or in an attempt to gain other people's attention, attention, and support. Now, if you're a social four, that just hurt to hear that out loud because maybe you've been unconscious of that and you haven't thought it through. But but the reason why social fours wear that suffering externally is they want to be seen in that suffering. They want the people around them to see that they're in pain 
and then come to them and offer support, attention, love, and then you know you're a person of value and worth. Remember, we all struggle, especially fours, with questions of value and worth. And so I don't want to say this and be offensive, but I just want you to think about it. It's kind of like the idea of the child crying and in a bid or an attempt that the caring parent would come and then offer care and support. Now, I don't mean this person cries all the time or that they even need all that support all the time, but there are going to be times when they when they start to feel some questions about themselves and their value. And that crying, like a child crying or an infant crying, is a bid to get the support, love, attention, affection of the people around them to remind them that, yes, you are a person of value. So think about like the three, for example, that goes out and wins, wins, wins. It's no different. They want to feel like they're valuable. Or the two that loves, loves, loves and showers all this praise and attention on you. Because why? They want you to tell them you are attractive. I appreciate you. I want to be in a relationship with you. The four is no different. They want the same thing. They want to feel valuable, worthy, and that they're appreciated and that they are a person worthy of love. And their attempt is if I'm sad and if I demonstrate my brokenness and I share that and I express that, Will you then come and love me uh, or will you walk away from me? Am I worthy of your love and your affection? Now, maybe again, you've never maybe thought all that out and maybe I didn't say it perfectly. Okay, I'll give you that. Maybe I didn't say it perfectly. I probably didn't. Um, But that's my understanding. And if you can correct that or fill in some gaps, put them in the comments below. Okay, I'm always open to learning more. And who knows better than you guys that are fours? I don't claim to have all this figured out, okay? You guys are a tough nut to crack, all right? You guys know. You tell me all the time that that people on YouTube and people on the web and people in books even, they don't get you, okay? So at least I'm trying, all right? I'm trying. Give me that. I'm trying to understand, and I'm trying to be compassionate. So if I don't get it exactly right, have some compassion on me, okay? All right, so let's see. Let's go a little deeper. So... They want to communicate their difficult and troubling feelings to others. Remember, the self-preservation doesn't want to do that. I mean, they'd like to probably, but they won't do it because they know it's too much for people. This person wants to and does and with tears in their eyes. They pull away and tears in their eyes, you know, sometimes at very inappropriate times. Um, and in a sense, that suffering is what makes them special. It's what makes them unique. So they are sensitive people. All fours are sensitive people. And I don't mean sensitive like crybabies. I mean sensitive like they're in touch with their senses. Okay, that can be a very good thing. But this four is going to be called overly sensitive. Oh my goodness, are you crying again? Oh my goodness. You know, there's no reason to cry. Everybody's happy. Everybody's upbeat. And that's part of the reason why they feel sad. Because they don't feel that happiness naturally. Like everybody should. They know there's something wrong because they're not feeling it. Okay. So overly sensitive people who feel deeply and are deeply connected to their own emotional interior landscape. All right. So they're connected to themselves at a deep level and they experience those emotions. They desire to be, and this is going to be hard to hear, but they desire to be seen in their suffering. They want to be seen in it. It's not enough to just suffer. You got to suffer where people can see you suffer. Don't go just go in your room, although they probably do that a lot. But don't just go in your room and suffer. This person needs to know that you're seeing them suffering, that you are witnessing their tears. They want to be understood and forgiven for their failures and deficiencies. And then what they really crave, and I got to appreciate this, I love this, is they really crave to be loved unconditionally. So in a sense, they're kind of testing you a little bit, it sounds like, testing us a little bit to see if we'll stick with them. Will we love them unconditionally with all those tears and all that melancholy and all that sadness and all that insufficiency and all that lack and all that other inferiority and adequacy stuff that's going on? Will we still support and love them? And there's a deep fear within force that we won't. That's really a deep fear in fours is, 
is that you're going to withdraw love from me. I mean, that's kind of what makes fours fours to begin with is that feeling that early on in life, you know, the love was withdrawn from them for no apparent reason. And so they turn inward like, well, there must be something wrong with me because why would love be withdrawn from me unless there's something deficient in me? And so this four, fours are kind of testing us to see if we'll stick with them. Man, when you know that you're in a relationship with a four and you decide you're going to be with this person and you love them, maybe you can endure some of the 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 troubling aspects of their personality because you know they're going to come in every once in a while and test you know will you stick with me um you know through thick and thin will you always be there because that's their big fear is that you won't okay what else here let's keep going so they have a habit of of comparing themselves with others all right and guess what this four the social four when they compare themselves with others they always end up at the bottom. They just go, what's the point? I'm never going to achieve. I'm never going to win. I'm never going to get a seat at the table. And they just kind of give up. They always, when they, you know, all fours compare themselves with others. This four compares and then loses. I'm the loser. Eeyore, right? I'm the loser. They, they compare themselves and then they, they always wind up as the loser. Now, that can confuse the rest of us because we might look at them from our point of view and say, how are you a loser? Man, you are creative. Oh my goodness, you're funny. Oh my goodness, you're, you're witty, you're charming, you're attractive, you're successful. And the rest of us can be confused by that um, because they're often very competent people, but internally they feel very inferior and very inadequate. So they uh, are broadcasting their suffering and their victimhood as a way of, in, what's the word, in, engendering, engendering sympathy from others. Uh, they want to convey the intensity of their pain and eventually, you know, somebody will come to help me or eventually the people that are helping me will prove that they really do care, that I really am a person of worth and value. Um so the the phrase that kind of like gets associated with these people is what's so wrong with you that you think there's something so wrong with you <laughs> now that i might need to say that again uh the rest of us looking at you might say what's so wrong with you that you think there's something so wrong with you because we're looking at you like because we don't struggle with this that must just sound on one hand disheartening that you struggle with something so painful that the rest of us don't but on the other hand, it's so promising that that maybe you can get your head above water every once in a while, at least. The Enneagram helps us get our head above water every once in a while and just see that, you know, there's no four tattooed on your head. You don't have to give in to these compulsions all the time. You can sometimes get your head above water and just sort of see the landscape a little differently. What's so wrong with you that you think there's something so wrong with you? Okay. They can hide out in their negative feelings and their negative self-image as a way. Now, this is this is so profound. I should make a video just about this one thing. I don't know how I'm going to get through all this information. I really don't. But this four, this social four, why do they look so sad? Sometimes they can hide out in these negative feelings and this negative self-image as a way to protect themselves from an even worse upsetting feeling that they might have to go to a lot of trouble and take a whole lot of responsibility and take a whole lot of action because they're in the natural withdrawing state to get what they want in life and then ultimately still fail. That idea that I'm going to have to do a whole lot of work and a whole lot of attention and a whole lot of focus and I got to take a lot of responsibility in order to get up and make my day and make something great out of my day and then I might just fail anyway Ah, it's easier just to sort of sit in my suffering. Again, that is so painful to hear. I know it. Um, it's painful to say it. I don't know that, that that is necessarily true of you. But if it is, that's a stark realization to wake up. Okay, to. on a more positive note, um, this social four can help us all, you know, appreciate our, our need to look inward and our need to accept the vulnerable feelings that maybe we want to distance, distance ourselves from and disassociate from. 
Um, so this four might help us get in touch with our own sense of pain, our own sense of loss or suffering, and be able to express those things and feel like it's okay to express those feelings. Um, this four can can uh, uh, tap into that strong emotional intelligence they have in order to propel them forward if they can take action. And that's going to be hard for this four to take action. They tend to like avoid responsibility and sort of look at others like, I'm suffering and you guys are the cause of that suffering. And so this four really needs to learn to take responsibility for themselves and be willing to say, hey, look, if I'm going to have a great day, it's because I'm going to get up and I'm going to have to make this a great day. This four is more inclined to sit back and lean back and sort of like look at everybody else as you're the reason why I'm having a bad day. You're the reason and externalize that. You're the reason why I'm having a bad day. Broadcast those feelings out you know, and, and rather than take initiative and take responsibility. So that's going to be a struggle for you as a social four. Um, there is a, a fondness and an attraction to the sweet sadness of suffering. Okay. Um, it becomes familiar to you and it's hard for me to understand that as a seven, you know, it's hard for me to understand that, that there is a familiar, I can understand that like every once in a while, you know, you want to hear a sad song, um, what is it, Elton John, who is a force, a sad song, sings so much or says so much. There is that familiarity in, in, in sadness uh, or in pain. Um, but um, um, it's not really about suffering, I think, for the social four. Okay, and I think that the suffering of this for the social four um, is, is about the feelings of inferiority, the feelings of inadequacy, the feelings that everybody else is connected and I'm somehow on the outside. I don't fit in. I don't feel that's an internal thing that is going on within you because of your foreness, but it gets sort of externalized as I'm the victim here and other people aren't treating me right and I don't belong because of the way they're they're treating me. There's something wrong with me. There's something inefficient or inadequate in me. Um, or inferior about me. And so this four can also kind of self-sabotage themselves. <clears throat> I imagine probably all fours can, but this one is probably going to be known for doing this, kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because I don't measure up, because I'm not worthy, because I don't, then they kind of like can self-sabotage themselves and always feel less out of that sense of deficiency. Feels guilty for wishing for things. Uh, too shy to express their desires out loud, to say what they want out loud. It's more like, I'm suffering, so can't you see that I want something? I'm hurting over here. I'm crying over here. Can't you see that there's something that I need or want? But they don't want to say them out loud. They want you to kind of pry it out of them. Okay, so the world is against me. Uh, they are competitive in their desire or recognition for being unique and special and suffering like no one else is suffering. Needs to take responsibility for their life. Wants to attract someone to meet their needs or to complete them or to round them out or fulfill them. They can't find their place in the group. Can't find their place in society. Um, others have what I need. Others have what I want. Um, so I mentioned Eeyore. Um, and I mentioned Tina on Bob's Burgers. Uh, I didn't mention yet probably Taylor Swift. I don't know her so well, but one of my daughters, uh, Kaylee, said Taylor Swift is this kind of four dad. So I'll let you guys maybe uh, do a little uh, introspection or, you know, whatever um, investigation on that. See what you think. Um, let's see. Anything else I want to say about this four? The victim. Um, um, oh yeah, one other person for the self-preservation for, my daughter Kaylee just called me a second ago, interrupted the video, I had to pause it for a second, but uh, she said, Dad, another one of those self-preservation fours, sunny fours, is probably Marilyn Monroe. You know, she has got Norma Jean as her, you know, real name, but then she adopts a different name, she speaks in the breathy voice, you guys that are fours you know you get called the breathy voice speakers, you know. And uh, I'll, again, I'll let you guys decide what you think about Marilyn Monroe, but I just thought I'd throw it up. Throw it up. <gasps> okay. All right. So last one, the sexual four, the angry four. Don't hate me. Don't send me your terrible, angry emails, angry fours, sexual fours. Okay. So let's talk about this four. This is the four that um, is called the angry four. 
can sometimes look like an eight because they're willing to express their anger. Um, Naranjo, uh, the uh, great Enneagram expert, said this is the angriest person on the Enneagram. Now, before I get into all the definitions, there's a lot of characters that come to my mind for this. Well, let's just wait for that. Okay, uh, this is the French Revolution for... They have, the rich people have all the resources. Let's go have a revolution and destroy them and get it for ourselves. Okay, so you see where we're going with this. It's going to get, it's going to get, it's, buckle your seatbelt. All right, because this is where it gets a little bit, um, little, we're getting into the, the, the rough end of the pool here. All right, this is the elitist four, the chosen group four. Uh, they project their pain and suffering remember the first one suppresses it the self-preservation this the second one the social one expresses it okay and says look at me i'm suffering what does this one do projects it projects it out at you at the rest of us and says you're the cause you're not supporting me you don't believe in me you weren't there you aren't there for me you and it's I'm suffering because of some inadequacy in you. I'm suffering because of some insufficiency in you. Now, they're feeling all the inadequacy and insufficiency, but all that pain gets projected that you're the cause of it. The first one says, I'm going to suppress my pain and I'm going to find it in others and deal with it in others as a humanitarian. The second one says, I'm going to express my pain and hopefully you will see me and validate me and care for me. This one says... I'm going to project, again, it's not conscious. It's not like you sat in your room one day and decided to do this. It just is, okay? So this sexual four projects the pain outward externally as though you're the cause of their feelings of inferiority and insufficiency. And the key word for this four is competition, competitiveness, baby. I'm going to find the people that are on top and I'm going to defeat them. I'm going to find the people on top that are the charmers, the ones that everybody's applauding, the one that is, comes easy to. And they compare themselves, because they're four, with the person that is on top, that is the most charming, that is the most attractive, that is the most uh, got the most friends around them. And they'll move into that, around that person to be close to them, but is in a competitive way as a bid to overthrow that person, bring about their demise, and then stand taller themselves, and then, of course, feel better about themselves. I do measure up. So to lose for this four feels like to lose a competition feels like you're losing your identity. Feels like you're losing everything. You must win and the other person must lose for you to win. Now, that's a lot to process, okay? That might be a lot for you to process. It's probably a lot for the other two fours who go, oh my, <laughs> oh my, that's not me at all. Um, and you might be sitting here as that sexual four going, oh gosh, that's me. But the rest of us, that's a lot for us to process. You can see why sometimes fours get a reputation for being volatile people to be around, you know, and sometimes people get irritated with all you guys as fours and, you know, just say, oh my goodness, I just can't handle it. I can't handle all the crying and all the suffering and all the misery of the social four. I can't handle all the anger and all the arguments and all the, you know, of the sexual four. Okay, so let's see. The most competitive of the fours, competition. The first one is connection and tenacity and determination. The, the, the second one, the first one, the second one is what? I'm already forgetting my own notes. Um, I forget. I don't know that I even said it. This one is competition. Competition is the key. All right. A muted sense of envy. This person does not want to acknowledge that they're envious. They don't want to acknowledge the pain. The first one knows it's there, shoves it down. The second one expresses it. This one, nope, ignores it, projects it. You're the cause of it. Um, compares with those who they feel are more than me. And I need to win against them so I can feel better about myself. Uh, so this is the most competitive of the fours automatically compares themselves with others and then wants to come out on top now okay that could make you a bold visionary or an innovator it can make you a great you know leader of a company but they can become so fixated on what they want and need and providing their own support that they forget about what kind of impression they're making on others 
this is how you know they're not a three because they look like a three and that they can be very driven and competitive like a three but the three is always careful about what impression they're making this four can lose their sense of of what impression they're making in their determination to win um so they could get ugly they could get ugly you know in their desire to win and come out on top and then when they win everybody's kind of looking at them like oh my goodness did they just say all that yikes you know, and you can make a bad impression. You won the trophy, you won the prize, but everybody's moving away from you because you were stingy like a cactus. You were stingy in the way you won. You were maybe a little brutal in the way you won. You wanted others' expense. And then maybe that was your intention. You wanted them to look foolish because it isn't enough just to look like your superior keyword for a sexual four. They want to be superior but you needed the other person to look inferior. I'm telling you, that's why people are going to have a hard time sometimes with this personality because, you know, people don't want to feel inferior to you. They want to just do their crap. They just want to get their stuff done and they want you to just do your stuff and maybe just leave each other alone and just can't we work together? Okay. Uh, they can become so fixated on what they need and proving their superiority that they forget what kind of impression they're making. They adopt a superior attitude. Now, the only reason you're doing that is because of underlying feelings of inferiority and inadequacy because you're a worth type, right? Because you don't know if you measure up. So you got to prove to the world that you do and at other people's expenses. So that can make you a little bit of an elitist Remember, like the four-wing three is called the uh, aristocrat, okay, elitist, easily offended, and people feel like they have to walk on eggshells around you because, man, don't upset them. You upset them, we'll all have to hear about it. It'll be the end of the world, and it'll come crashing down on us. So people walk on eggshells around you, or they avoid you. They withdraw from you. And Is that really what you want? It's not really what you want. Okay, um, you may be unconscious of these feelings of inferiority. You may just feel like you're competitive. I'm a competitive person. But what is that comp competitive spirit coming from? Inferiority and adequacy. According to the Enneagram. Don't shoot me. It's according to the Enneagram. Okay. Um, others perceive that this four is arrogant, self-centered, and difficult. So has anybody called you that? Do they say you're difficult? Oh my goodness, Lorraine, you're so difficult. You know, the second one, they would say, oh, my goodness, Lorraine, you're so sensitive, right? This one, they would say, oh, my goodness, Lorraine, you are so difficult. Why does everything have to be an argument? Why does everything have to be about you? Why does everything? You might be a sexual four. They project their pain outward externally, acting out of their envy through competing, expressing anger to others, who are not meeting my needs. You're not there for me. You weren't there for me. You won't do my laundry. You won't take me to the movies. You said you were going. And this could be a form of manipulation. Is I'm going to manipulate you by telling you that you're not supportive enough for me. Now do what I want. Now go do what I want. That's manipulation. They assume the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So this wheel is going to squeak. And it's going to get the attention. It's going to get noticed. It's going to get paid attention to. It's going to be a person to be reckoned with. Okay. Uh, shameless. So if the first one, the self-preservation, was kind of ashamed of their pain and suffering and they tamp it down, this one's not. This one's shameless. So this one's kind of like, you know, I know we're all supposed to be wearing fig leaves because we're naked. I'm not going to wear a fig leaf. I'm going to be a nudist. Shameless. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stand out and everybody's going to see me be big and not be ashamed. I'm so ashamed that I'm going to not be ashamed. And you're going to see how unashamed I am. And it's like, really? Because all the rest of us, we were just wearing fig leaves. We didn't even think about it. Until you walked by without a fig leaf. And now we all can't help but see. Wow. Okay. Shameless. Uh, most likely to express their anger. Most likely to confront people if they feel like they were, you know, uh, disrespected in some way. They can be caught up in a negative cycle. I blow up and lose it. The people around me respond. They either cave in and give me what I want 
or they they respond negatively to my assertions, which then causes me to up the level and assert myself even more, which then causes them to either withdraw completely or to, to respond even more negatively, which just keeps going and going and going. Okay, be very volatile. One of the words for four sometimes is they can have volatile moodiness. This might be why. Sexual force motivation is a refusal to suffer the pain at the feelings uh, feeling less than other people. So the the social one says, I feel less than other people. Uh, and they just feel like that, right? This one says, I won't feel that way. I will win. I will not feel the pain of feeling like I'm less or inadequate or insufficient. I will become sufficient. I will become superior. I won't feel inadequate. I refuse to suffer that pain. So that's the focus of their attention is on not feeling less than you on somebody else. And so let's go find what they, who they are and let's become greater, more superior than that. The outside world and others are supporting, uh, are not supporting me or affirming me and my worth. And so this person protests to get what they need. They are afraid of not measuring up. So they shift that back and project that on others. You don't measure up. You don't measure up in supporting me. You don't measure up in being there for me. You're the problem. But you may not really be the problem. The problem is we're all broken. That's the problem. We don't live in the Garden of Eden. We're broken. So they make others suffer. So this, the second one, the social one, suffers. Obviously suffers. This one... Everybody around them suffers because I'm not going to suffer. So they make the people around them suffer to minimize their own pain. They may try to minimize other people and other people's accomplishments and level out the playing field by bringing other people down. Okay. While trying to, um, what's the word I have here? Something elevate themselves and their accomplishments. How am I supposed to read this mess? Look at this. I can't read my own writing. They want to elevate their own accomplishments. So they don't care about their image. I want to be superior. Actively striving to be the best comes across as arrogant, inferior to, uh, but they underlying them has some inferior feelings. If they don't win decisively, then they feel like I'm left with nothing. Then I lost. I'm a loser. And there's all that worth and value problems, right? It's an all or nothing view. We can't all win. We can't all, you know, I have to win. If you win, I lost. I have to win and you need to lose. So that's why maybe this one gets called the angriest type, you know. So they compare with others. The first one compares with others and then decides I want to connect instead. Okay. The second one compares and then immediately says, I lost. I'm the loser. I'm way down here. I'm nobody important. I'm nobody valuable. I'm the loser. This one says, I compare and then I must win. I must win. I must be better than you. I must, I must. And this drives them like a compulsion. It's got to be exhausting. It's got to be exhausting. <sighs> Envy. To be good is to be the best. It's to be better than. Must be exhausting. So who are some angry fours? Well, I already said the French Revolution, right? The first person that comes to my mind, and it's because I love the King of Queens, is Arthur Spooner, Carrie's dad. I think he's a sexual four, Arthur Spooner. Um, he's angry all the time. Um, I think uh, you're not going to like this, but probably Ursula on The Little Mermaid. Ursula. Probably Scar. On the Lion King, I deserve to be king. I will kill to become king. Um, I deserve to have King Triton's position, and I will destroy to to, and I will you know take take people's voice away from them if I have to to win. Um, possibly April Ludgate on Parks and Recreation. She could be a social four, but she's probably this four. I don't know that for sure. It's just a guess. But well, what do we learn from all this, guys? All you fours, listen. I don't know what to tell you. Let's just start with that. I don't know what to tell you. We love you guys. 
You are who you are. And, you know, I'm not telling you go change yourself because I, I don't think sevens need to change themselves. I don't think ones need to change themselves. I don't think fours need to change themselves. I think understand yourself. That's it right there. Just understand yourself. And you guys more than any other type are trying to do that. And we appreciate that. I respect that. Um, be compassionate on yourself. If you can start there, just catch yourself doing what you're doing. Don't try to fix it. Just catch yourself doing it and go, oh, that's four stuff. There's such healing in just going, oh, that's four stuff. This might not really be an issue. This might not really be a problem. I don't necessarily need to follow this thought all the way to Texas. I might just let this thought go because maybe this isn't really telling me all that much about me. Maybe this is just what the guy said in the video for stuff. Maybe this is just for stuff. And I need to just have more compassion on myself. And even laugh at myself and say, oh, there I go again. A four doing four stuff. Uh, there I go again. Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me just be at peace with myself. Broken as I am. Help me to just be at peace with myself. And make peace with others. I love you guys. Thank you for watching this video. All my information is down below in the description below. I'd love to chat with you. If I can help you in any way, feel free to reach out. Thank you guys.